Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happy day 46 of the program. It's a Thursday here in the group if you're following along. I always say that because so many people did not get into the current weight loss program that we're running fall 2023 so they've bought the book they're following along by way of podcast i mean there's nothing like being in the facebook support group our sense of community our amazing team of program specialists who do answer any of the questions that you have let me remind you that you can ask 100 questions a day if you want there's no limit on the number of questions that you can ask so please utilize us we really are here for you we really want to see you succeed sometimes i think people don't i think some people Sometimes people think that we want them to fail, uh, maybe because they think we want them to keep coming back. That is not it at all. We want this to be the last diet that you ever do, like legit, finally and forever. Lose your weight. Move it along already. Um, I love Dave Stewart. He was our Spill the Tea uh, guest. If you're not listening or watching our Spill the Tea segments, you really are missing out. I think it's one thing for me to sit up here and talk about weight loss. And, you know, I lost my weight like 30 something years ago. Um, I'm really good at weight loss. I got some great tips, got a great program, but I think there's nothing like hearing from real members on their very real journeys. And sometimes that's what makes you believe that this is going to work for you. Some of you are working through really deep beliefs because you've done the diets, you've lost the weight before, you've gained it all back time and time again. And so do you really truly believe that you're going to be able to not only lose your weight, which you probably do believe because you've been able to do that in the past, but actually sustain, maintain and move on with the rest of your life and live a life that's not consumed by weight loss. And this is what I think the magic that having our spill a tea guests on gives you because you're hearing from real people. And so I think so many times their stories resonate and we do choose a variety of different people. Not everyone lost their weight easily. Not everyone lost huge amounts. Um, you know, we try to get a great range of people to resonate with everyone in the group. So uh, take time, invest in the time. I'm going to be on the weekend this weekend, grab a coffee, you know, watch the Spill the Tea segment. So one thing that we've done that's new is we've separated the Spill the Tea segment. We used to do where Kim and I would give tips on the week, on the tweak that week, and then also combine it with the Spill the Tea segment. We're trying to be mindful of your time, not that it's any less time that we're talking about it. So now we do the Spill the Tea segments on Tuesdays, and then we do our tweak this week on Wednesday. So if you saw that yesterday, or if you didn't, um, we talked about downsizing, another few days of downsizing, just be all in with it. Again, less about eating less and more about the feels that can be brought up and just helping to fast track getting even more in tune to your portions. We also give you a sneak peek into next week's tweak. And I don't want to give the impression, sometimes I, I think there's a fine line between addressing people who are frustrated and maybe the scale's not moving. It's so f- it's it's so few of you, 30,000 people, 31,000 people uh, doing the program right now. It's really just a handful of people that are struggling. But our thought process is if we help the people who are struggling, then, you know, we, those of you who are moving or grooving, you're doing just fine. But I don't want to make it seem like we're always focused on people who are struggling all the time because that's not how it is. But for those of you who were really expecting some movement in downsizing because it's most like a diet, wait till next week. N- next week is our feeding the 
metabolism week into week. It really is effective for those of you who've been on a lot of diets. Your metabolism is like in the gutter. Your body's still hanging on, feeling like you need that fat. Uh, feeding the metabolism is also really interesting because we're going to have you eating more often, which really kind of messes with your head in all the best ways. So um, let's get into your question today. Dealing with a leg issue and inflammation this week, weight is stable. Yeah. So four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. Inflammation was on the top of that list of that conversation that we had with Dr. Paul. Inflammation can happen when you have any kind of sickness, illness, any kind of injury, um, you know, can happen for a variety of reasons. Uh, it's one of those things that really kind of messes with the messaging system in your body. So you want to double down on being consistent and then also follow that sickness protocol if whatever injury you have is affecting your appetite. Still ways of being proactive. So all of your hard work and effort in all the things that you're doing, even though the scale may be stagnant and not moving because your body is dealing with something else, is going to add up and make a big difference. Because once your body is like feeling like, okay, I'm feeling back, I'm feeling much better, it's gonna wanna get rid of that fat. The The body doesn't want the fat any more than you do. It, it's, it's happy to get rid of it. It's just that other things are is a priority right now. But all the hard work that you're doing, even though you're not seeing it pay off on the scale, you will, you will see it eventually pay off on the scale. All right, let's see where we're at with uh, some of your questions today. Hello. So I've decided to try to quit smoking this round. Went on Champix. I don't know what that is. Hi, Julie. It's been a freaking roller coaster this time. I've been four days smoke free, but the one side effect I'm getting is extreme constipation. It's terrible. Okay. So if you only go after you have like a coffee and a smoke, even though if you go every day, you're not regular. You, you're not, you don't have, like, you might say, oh, I'm regular, I go every day. If you have to have a coffee and then a smoke before you can go to the bathroom, that means that you have some underlying issues. So digestive bitters can be effective, um, probiotics, prebiotics, obviously drinking enough water, getting in those leafy greens. Also, there's a trifala is really great. It's on that poop protocol list. Um, we have a whole bowel movement protocol. <laughs> I know, we've we got a post for everything. Um, so you might want to check that out. Some great tips. Fiber is something we don't talk enough about. Fiber, fi I should really do a post on fiber. I just, I'm so mindful of doing more posts because there's already so much, so many posts. Um, but fiber definitely is an important um, add-in in your diet. And you may think you're getting lots of fiber. You have fruits, you have vegetables, um, you're adding in grains, like, you know, those leafy greens. Leafy greens are more roughage than anything. Um, but fiber is important. A lot of people will talk about how they've been instructed or like using Metamucil. So in Metamucil, the main ingredient in that is psyllium. Um, so psyllium is included in that poop protocol list as well. But you know, more than that, I love that you're, you're quitting smoking. That's great. Um, but the same the same things that you'll need to work through with weight loss are the same things that you'll need to work through when trying to quit anything. Your issues and associations, your habits, your triggers, all of that. So, you know, definitely, you know what I would do? I would definitely get the James Clear book, Atomic Habits. Um, such a great book. It's about really kind of working through old habits and creating new ones. And so you got a lot of new things going on, right? So not just with what you're eating and when and following the program, but also with now wanting to quit smoking. And so you can kind of stack new habits on top of old habits and really work through a lot of those triggers, which will make it a lot easier for you. But I love this for you. I, I love this for you. That's a challenge. Um, but I imagine that you'll feel amazing. Obviously, that's stressful 
stressful on your body, quitting something like smoking that you use probably for coping for a lot of things and not to mention just it's straight up addictedness, right? So uh, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Keep us updated on how you're doing. I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Started listening to podcasts while exercising. Brenda, I love that. Going to re-listen to the previous uh, program, Spill the Tea. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, this is our 20th group. We're going to start having fun this week. Um, we've been kind of really focused on just the, the task at hand, which is help you guys obviously get to a place where your scale is moving and grooving. You're feeling really good and confident moving forward. It's really just about doing what you need to do, showing up, following the tweaks each week, continuing to be consistent and sticking around to the end. It's just amazing how the things that you're doing are going to, you know, add up. Um, but we've, we've had a lot of amazing guests over the last 20 groups that we've done. Um, so many great past spill the tea segments. I mean, we had so much happening over on our podcast. You may not think, uh, of, of following along or listening to our podcast. One of the other things that are on there along with our old, all of our, all of our guest segments, like our spill the tea, all of our expert guest segments are all over there. Um, also our way in Wednesday conversations from the maintenance group. So you have access to those. We have a whole maintenance group. You might not know. <laughs> we do. We have a whole, we have a, we have a whole maintenance group uh, where people are working through maintenance. Uh, and we have these way in Wednesday conversations over there, which I think are just such, like I've been doing the maintenance group for the last year. So we started a year and a bit in January, uh, last year, sorry, July last year. We've learned so much about maintenance. Oh my God. And the conversation that happens over there is really insightful. Um, you know, I do think it's a great idea to be part of both groups. I mean, you're focusing on weight loss, but kind of, it's kind of like you're on the road to, you're on the road and you're going to Disneyland, right? Which is great. And you get there and that was the goal, kind of like reaching your weight loss goal. And then once you get there, it's a whole other thing you need to deal with. Where am I going to park? Where are we going to eat? Where are the bathrooms? What are we going to see? What are we going to do? All of that. And um, so to me, kind of being in the maintenance group and, and being listening to that conversation is kind of like having a roadmap to, or a map of the park. So that once you get to your destination, you have a plan for when you get there. And sometimes I think it's good to see the conversation coming, just like how it's a bit of a value to be working behind in the group. Um, you know, like we're on day 46 here, uh, day to day, but if you're on day 30, then you kind of see what's coming down the pipeline. You have access to those conversations earlier rather than in real time. I mean, obviously there's a benefit to having them in real time. Um, but there is also a benefit to be working behind the group and seeing that information, information coming. And sometimes I think the same about, uh, that maintenance group, but regardless, you have access to those conversations that we're having. So we do uh, Way in Wednesday every Wednesday. It's myself, it's Kim, the manager of this group, and Odette, who's the manager of the maintenance group. And then we usually jo- we are joined by guests, um, our members in maintenance. People, some of them have been in maintenance for a couple weeks, some of them for a couple years. Um, a variety of different guests that we weigh in on, sort of things that they're still dealing with, because um, you can lose your weight and be done the physical part of it, and then that mental part you have to kind of keep working on. But it's really cool. Um, okay, all right, let me get to some more questions. Uh, magnesium. Yeah, really helps my constipation. Yeah. So magnesium, although not a sleep aid, um, I mean, I'm sure there's some, there's some, some science behind smoking and, um, the chemical reactions that's created and the addictive qualities in there to that. And maybe the, um, I'm sure it plays a role in deficiencies as well. Um, but magnesium, magnesium is, um, it's super key. Magnesium and vitamin D, two of them that really deplete quite quickly, especially when you're stressed and your cortisol levels get jacked up. Uh, but magnesium, not a poop aid. However, what it does do, one thing's interesting. Do you guys, our conversation with uh, Aaron on, God, that was just yesterday. 
um, pelvic health. Ugh, wasn't that a great conversation? Who knew? There was so much to talk about. But you, when she's talking about your your ass being tight and your pelvic muscles, right, being tight or or, or whatever, when you're stressed out, that's what magnesium kind of helps the body relax, right? It calm, make calm, right? So when you take it at night, it kind of it also helps with bowel movements because it, it helps everything relax down there, um, and then it also draws water into the bowels, and that's why it's it can be effective in helping with bowel movements. It's it's what's great about it is it's not a poop aid in itself and it's not addictive it's not addictive so if you've been taking calm magnesium you stop taking it and you notice that your bowel movements aren't regular it's not because you were addicted to taking the calm and you need them to go it's that you got some underlying issues that you need to address with that calm that calm magnesium also not a sleep aid so you can also take it during the day and split up um, your dose and take some in the morning some in the afternoon um, so much focus on getting enough protein in, but fiber is a thing often lacking in the diet. It's so true, Tammy. In fact, you know what I really love is so much, so much research coming out and the fact that people are just eating way too much protein. <laughs> like you need like a pound and a half of cooked meat protein per week. Like that's it. Some people eat that for dinner. Like you don't need a lot of meat for as much as people say you need meat, you need meat, you need meat. Um, you don't need a lot of it. You, you definitely don't need a lot of it. This is why I think it's such a great idea to mix up your meat proteins along with your plant proteins and you know and then obviously your seafood and whatnot it's great to get a good, good mix but yeah you're right fiber people don't talk about fiber enough fiber is so important uh, fiber is also great at kind of pulling toxins I know I'm oversimplifying with this term but pulling toxins out of your body it's great for detoxifying um I should really do a post on that Good morning. Hi, Deborah. First day for the lives this week. I've been following later in the day, but nothing beats being here with everyone. Yeah, I know, right? Um, there's something about being here live. Although, like, if you watch it later and on your, on your own and you're not actually commenting and you're just listening, it's kind of the same, same. But there's something about the energy of, of, um, of watching these lives. I used to do the lives at night. Um, which I really miss as much as I'm not doing them again. I might do a few actually here and there, um, just to, for reminiscence sake, uh, given it's our 20th group. I quite, I quite enjoyed. I, so I used to do the morning live and then I used to do a 12 o'clock live and then I used to do a 7 p.m. 7 p.m. was good vibes though, because I think it was at the end of the day, people were really reflective. I was just like a super hot mess by the time the end of the day, half the time I was just grab a glass of wine and would come on and we'd chat. I don't think anyone listened to me, but I think the community would all chat with each other behind the scenes which is super fun where do i find this poop protocol i seem to go back and forth between constipation and easy poops oh so that's normal though karen right so it's normal to have your bowel movements all over the place because we are changing up what you are eating in when week to week um also your body's making a lot of change so it is normal to have bouts of constipation also normal to have bouts of um loose bowel movements especially when that scale is moving of course if ever you feel anything is off head to the doctor um you can find it in uh i believe it probably would have been the first couple weeks of the program if if you have the book, there's a whole index there. Um, you can use a little search bar uh, at the top or the side, depending on uh, how you're accessing Facebook, and search it um, and search Let's Talk Bowel Movements, and that post will come up. You can just ask. Uh, and one of our um, one of our team members will just tag you in the post. Like they'll give you a, a hashtag link uh, to go st directly to the post. You can just ask our team. Um, and then uh, over in the app, it's so easy. You can just in the app. Oh God, this app is so easy to use. Um, you can go to the bottom and search the guides 
search bowel movements and the post will pop up for you. You can also use the Olivia AI as well. So should be pretty easy to find the information. You just kind of got to do a bit of searching. Hi, Robin. Focused on habits this week alongside downsizing and upping my supplements. What is recommended for inflammation? Okay, so we didn't have this conversation. We uh, we rolled out omega-3, vitamin D, magnesium, the basic supplement list. Really important, right? They're, they're just like the basics. Um, so that's super key. On top of that, um, we did roll out the secondary supplement list on Tuesday. Normally, we have this fabulous conversation with Dr. Paul, but he's off having a baby. Um, so uh, Dr. Olinka is going to be joining us. I'm going to ask her about some of these things. Um, it's, it's everything that you're doing in combination that can really help. Um, but we have like turmeric on the list. Um, that's a good one. Um, I mean, it's not like a miracle type of thing, but it can, it's known and there are, re- there's some research there uh, that it helps uh, with inflammation. Um, adding in CoQ10, although beneficial for other reasons, can be, can be beneficial. I would take a look at that secondary supplement post because that's sort of where you'll find those. The first ones are or more make or break if you're deficient in them and you're trying to lose weight. The second set of sub- secondary supplements or now that you're putting this kind of time and energy into really helping your body on all levels can help elevate your health and wellness. Um, so check out that uh, secondary uh, supplement list. Um, turmeric definitely is the one specifically and there is some research behind that, but it depends on what is causing the inflammation at the end of the day, right? Like, is it some sort of illness that you have or some infection that you're dealing with? Is it, um, you know, your your digestive system, food sensitivities, food allergies and whatnot? You know, what's going on there and what's causing the inflammation in the first place? Um, not a guest on plan, uh, not a question on plan, but podcast. Do you have to download each session to listen to, uh, so not to use data. Can you guys still hear me? I think I'm using like a new camera and it seems like um, I have, I'm, hello, I'm not here, hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Anybody? Can you guys hear me? Hello? Hello, hello? Anyone? Anybody? Hello? We can hear, but we can't see. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to, so I'm trying to, I got a new light set up, a new camera, and um, I'm just trying to find some better lighting (laughs) and a clearer camera. Um, But okay, you guys can hear me. Okay. I'm going to finish up and hopefully you can hear me and hopefully Tony will come down and he will fix this for me and we'll see what's going on. So the podcast, so you can download podcasts when you're at home on your Wi-Fi and then listen to them when you're out on a walk or you're driving, whatever, and not have to use data. So that's sort of how that works. I was really resistant to podcasts. But I absolutely love, uh, I absolutely love listening to podcasts these days. Okay, you guys can hear me. Okay, let me scroll up and see what we can do. Back to your questions. Technical issues. Uh, hi, Polly. Good morning. So happy today. It's, pretend like you're listening on the radio. <laughs> it's, now I can use my radio voice. Um, all right. So happy. Been out camping, which is such a huge dose of relaxation. Didn't bring the scale with me, but I know that it has dropped in the last few days. I'm so in tune with four rounds under my belt. Love how that feels. Okay. First of all, I love that you didn't bring the scale. I mean, some people do. They go to cottages, they travel, and they want to get on that scale every day. But it's really about tuning in. It's really about you know, being in tune to your body's needs. At this point, you shouldn't need the scale. I mean, it's still a great tool. 
right? But it's that's where you really want to go inward and be really in tune. You know when you feel bloated. You know how you feel when your weight is up or you know how you feel when your weight is about to drop, right? And so I would love it if people didn't use the scale. But the scale continues to be a really good tool, especially for tracking your what weight loss looks like to you, right? Those ups, those downs. Well, Dave talked about this. Um, Dave who was our guest on Spill the Tea, Dave Stewart, um, he talked about the way he uses the scale and really kind of analyzing the data, right? Like really starting to see, you can see the downward trend, but what are the patterns? Does it go up right before you drop every time? Does it um, does it go back up after you see that lowest low? Does it stay up for a few days? Does it stay up for a week? Like what's really happening there, right? So scale's a great tool for that. I love that. Um, I was told magnesium citrate is no good. This is from a friend who watched TikTok. <laughs> I wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> well, what the fuck does Dr. Paul know? Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah, I have no care. I was told that magnesium citrate was no good. Is that the term that they used? It's no good? Um, this is from a friend who watched TikTok. Oh, I fucking love TikTok. I know Dr. Paul did speak to this. Just want research that I will benefit. Okay, first of all, I'm going to be real honest. I love this question. Why the fuck would I tell you to take something that didn't work? I, I, here's just what I mean. And I love this question, by the way. Um, thanks for the laugh this morning. Um, I want you to be successful. I, I need you to lose your weight because I have this huge company with 54 employees and their paychecks depend on you guys being successful. <laughs> I really need you guys to lose this weight. I need you to not only lose it, I need you to, to sustain it because my whole business model is built on you losing weight and more than that, being able to maintain and sustain your weight. So I want you to be successful. Um, I also don't make one fucking cent from you buying anything. I, I, I don't make one cent from you purchasing magnesium from wherever you purchase it from. I, I don't make any fucking money. So it is a zero benefit for me financially for you to be buying supplements. And so I would never suggest anything that isn't effective. Um, magnesium site, there are like 30 different types of, but let me seriously address this because I, I love that you asked the question. So I think it's so important. We got to feel like we can ask all the questions that we need. Um, so there are 30 different types plus types of magnesium and, um, for a variety of different things. And so the reason why I like the citrate with this program specifically is that, um, it's great to support your, when your body is detoxing. So a couple of things, it works really well with your melatonin. It's, first of all, it's, 
it's easily absorbed. So it's just great for everyone to take because it's it's really easily absorbed. Um, it works really well with your melatonin production. So it can help with because it calms the body and helps you relax and can help with your sleep. It can also help with your um, with your bowel movements, like I said. And it also is great to because it's so easily absorbed to get your magnesium levels up um, sooner rather than later. There are different types also. Um, the but the bisglycinate is also a really good one. Um, sort of depending on what your need is. There are, I think she might, uh, magnesium oxide, I think is maybe probably what she's talking about. Uh, magnesium oxide is one. Like there are some that are not great to take uh, and you should probably avoid. But um, the citrate is not one of them. Um, but I love that you asked that. I love that you asked that. Yeah, and that's the thing, you guys. Like, So I, I don't want anyone spending any more money than they need. I don't think that you need to take things that you don't. Like, I don't want anyone taking anything that they they don't need. Uh, most, like, I'm not saying most people. That's a huge generalization. But something like, you know, more than 50% of people are magnesium deficient. And so that's why, and, and when you are deficient in magnesium, it can really prevent your body from being able to focus specifically on fat loss, right? According to my natural path, uh, Canadians are deficient in magnesium. Yes, she's been on it for you. Yes. So this is like one, so we're talking, this is really interesting. I love this conversation because we are talking weight loss. And because we're talking weight loss, we're talking the um, detrimental effects of carrying excess fat on your body causes, it, it can feed into health issues. We are talking weight loss where people are coming off of diets, not just like like starving, depriving, that the supplements that maybe they're taking are like fat burners and stuff. You know, no one's worried about their vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and all the things that your body actually needs. So we are talking weight loss here. So you, you take people who are looking to lose weight. So we assume that they have inflammation. They assume that they they have hormonal issues. You assume that they they are they have diabetes. You assume that they have thyroid issues. You assume that they have all of these things happening. So that's the assumption off the bat is that a lot of you are coming in with these issues on top of that. The other assumption is that a lot of you are coming uh, to us having done dieting for years, signed up at Weight Watchers at 12, right? I've been trying all these diets that are based on starvation and depriving. And so but there is some a lot of assumptions on the state of your bodies when you're starting. And so I've worked with clients and these supplements are definitely not make or break, but there is something to be said about trying to supplement, to give your body the leg up, to to give your body what it needs until it's able to get what it needs on its own. So, so this is just sort of like the, these are the basics that are, you know, the most effective and have the most impact when it comes to, to, um, losing weight. So that, that basic supplement list is like, you know, kids can take all of those. The secondary supplement list is really cool. MCT oil can be such a great one for, um, ATA people super stressed uh you know moms at home with kids um really great for your brain kind of calms your brain gives your body good a bit of a kick um the adaptogens is i really missing it on this adaptogen conversation with dr paul because adaptogens can be really effective for stress, for um, thyroid issues, for adrenals, which your adrenals kind of like get taxed um, when you're really stressed. And so adaptogens, uh, I'm really itching to have that conversation with Dr. Paul. So I'm a little bit bummed that he, he can't join us, but I'm going to have it with Dr. Alinka when she joins us. And Tony, please get my beautiful Gina back on. He's trying. I don't know. He's all like, I don't know what's going on. What's going on, babes? The battery died. Oh, the battery died <laughs> we just, so we, yeah so we have a couple of things um uh we have a couple of things that we're going to work on 
Trying to just bring a little bit better quality, you guys. Had a big weight drop overnight. Hi, Carla, 1.6 pounds when normally it's about 0.2 overnight. Does this make sense? Yeah. So so if you were having little drops, that doesn't mean that you're going to continue to have little drops. Your pattern can change. That's why I think it's still a great idea to continue to, you know, um, use that scale because you might pick up on some changes. But here's what's happening is everything is really coming together for you and your body's becoming more efficient. At e- <laughs> you had one job. Make sure the battery is charged. Um, is Everything is coming together for you. So I love that big job. Now, you didn't drop overnight. You, that's been an accumulation, right? So could, what could be happening is before when you dropped, you were having those little drops, maybe because your body was retaining water. And now maybe you, you've been working on getting your water up. And now you're seeing that more reflected on this scale in sort of like a bigger drop, right? Who said that they were down 28 pounds? This is my second program. Just hit a new decade. So happy. Linda, lowest low in decades. It's much slower this time around. Body is changing. More energy getting out and moving more. Down 28.4 pounds. I love that. Let's talk about um, slower this time around. So it could be that if you've lost a big chunk last round, your body needs time to adjust. It could also be, and this was an interesting conversation we had yesterday on our, our way in Wednesday, actually, in the maintenance group, because um, we have some people who are coming back and going for more, and they're just saying how it's harder the second time, third time around. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes I mean, sometimes it is because your body's focused on, like, solidifying your weight because it just needs time. It's like you lost a whole ton of weight. Now we just need a minute. Um, Sometimes it's because we're stuck on doing the same things that we did last time. So we're drinking the same amount of water. We're moving the same way. We're managing our stress or we're we're focusing on certain things. And sometimes we get stuck on that. We get stuck on what our portions look like in the sense of like they were smaller last round. And so you're trying to keep them smaller or make them even smaller this round with downsizing than they were last time. And so this is where you really want to put fresh eyes on this and be like, okay, what have I accomplished? Where am I at? What does my body need now today? As opposed to what you did last time in order to lose weight. It's easier said than done for sure. But that's what I find a lot of times when people are like, oh, it's harder this time. Sometimes it's harder because you perceive certain weeks work better than others. So you're not like as diligent during those weeks. Sometimes it's because like your water has changed. Like now you may need more water. Speaking of my mouth is so dry. We need you need more water um, this time around than you did in the spring and summer because now you have your internal heat on and it's, you know, your environment is so much more dehydrating or whatever. Now you may need your bigger portions because maybe you've added activity to your daily routine. So you're moving your body more, right? You, so now you need bigger portions. So definitely like revisit that that fresh eyes post. When I used MCT oil in my water, it made me shaky. I almost felt like I could pass out, tired a couple of times. Was it just a fluke suggestions? Never tried it again. Yeah. So MCT yeah. I mean, I think that's probably sometimes we associate like I felt like this and I took that. So that must be what it it was. Um, so MCTO, first of all, if you're going to use it, oh God, I really want to have this conversation um, with an expert, but MCTO, you want less is more for sure. So start with less um, because it's like oil. So if you just take a tablespoon of any kind of oil through your digestive system, you're going to probably have some a little stomach upset. It shouldn't make you shaky or any of those things. It's just a good fat. It's just fat. Right. It's just, it's just fat. It's just a, so MCT oil is a medium chain triglyceride. It's a derivative of coconut oil. So not the same as having coconut oil. It's a derivative of that. And what's great about that is it bypasses your digestive system. It hits your like 
hits your liver and gives you like a, a kick. And so that's why it's it's great for kind of an energy kind of pick me up. Not that you're going to be like, oh my God, I feel so energetic. Again, the way people describe it is kind of calms your mind, gives your body a bit of a boost. And so it's just a fat, it's just a fat really is what it is. Um, and so it shouldn't cause you to feel shaky or have any of those things. You could have also been dealing with, I don't know, some sort of stomach flu or a virus or something like that. Um, or, you know, you were in detox, like whatever that could be. Um, so I would definitely try it again, but I definitely would also suggest that less is more. People here like fat burner thermogenic and next thing you know they're down in the whole bottle of mct oil so i would definitely start small on that and and give it another chance start small and give it another chance um the audiobook for atomic habits is great you guys are talking about the audiobook yeah i gotta get into audiobooks i gotta make my book an audiobook i think i gotta make those science saturday posts an audio version of those science saturday posts it's just every time i look at them i'm like how how am i even gonna do that what I love about the science post is all the links that you can click on and go to um, when you are reading the science already post, but I do want to put those in audio versions. Uh, MCT oil, you guys are talking about MCT oil. Yeah, it's great. Um, you can buy it at any, you can buy it pretty much anywhere these days, a health food store, um, even the pharmacist has it. Okay, Halloween. So we got, you guys are talking about Halloween. We can talk Halloween. Are you guys afraid? <laughs> you guys afraid of Halloween? <laughs> Um, I shot, I should have shot a fun little Halloween video. And of course I ate so much chocolate doing it yesterday. It was kind of a good excuse to eat chocolate. Um, Halloween is coming up and I uh, hope you're not afraid. Ha First of all, take away Halloween is not why you're here today. Halloween, Christmas, uh, you hear me say that all the time though, that you are not here because of Halloween. Um, it's usually long periods of time, high stress, lack of sleep, constant dieting, like so many things that, that have caused your body to feel the need to store fat over the years. Halloween is not it. So here's what I think. Here's if you want to plan for Halloween, eat the candy on Halloween. Eat as much candy, eat as much as you want. I mean, eat as much candy on Halloween as you possibly want. Um, and then move it along the next day. Just move it along the next day. That that's the way to do it. So no one's saying like I think it's healthy to want to have some candy on Halloween. I and and so here's what I say to you: use this Halloween as like just kind of see what happens on Halloween. Like, where's your mind at? Are you tortured by the Halloween candy? What if you have a few pieces? If you have the few pieces, that then what? Right? Like, and then what happens the next day? Because when you have sugar, you want more sugar. So that's the hard part about when you do have a bunch of candy. The next day you wake up, you want more. The next day you want more. So the worst thing you can do is have little pieces every day as a treat. How are you viewing this candy? Are you looking at it as a treat? Are you looking at it as a what? Like, what is it? Right? Like, this is like, rather than kind of being freaked out and, oh my God, what am I going to do? Or I failed and I ate all the candy, really use it as an opportunity for, you know, your triggers, how your brain is wired to Halloween. Uh, so many of you write the mini Kit Kats are dangerous yeah someone else is like for me uh, Halloween candy's not worth it some of you are like you know I just eat the really good candy and chocolate right like um, I binge on candies yesterday up 1.4 pounds today I feel like crap this morning okay like do you know what I mean I don't buy the candy so I'm not a, I'm actually not an out of sight out of mind um, kind of person I don't believe in tomfoolery and trickery. I don't believe in using smaller plates. I don't believe in out of sight, out of mind, especially for me, because I have all these kids and Tony. Tony loves sweets. Oh, my God. Um, I have these kids. So I want to I want to have them around in the house. Right. So you should be able to have a bag of chips in your cupboard and candy out in a bowl 
I want you to, I want to get you to a place where you just don't even want it because your, your body's not going to want it. Body doesn't need it. And usually it doesn't make you feel great. That doesn't mean you can't have it or that it doesn't taste good for some of you either, right? Um, also, if you do end, end up having the candy, pay attention to those taste buds. It's really cool. You'll notice like the first piece you have, you can taste it. And then by the second, third piece, your taste buds actually shut down and you won't be able to taste it anymore. It's really interesting and really cool. But I want you to be able to sit, forget candy. I want you to be able to sit in a room full of your favorite foods and not even bat an eyelash and just be like, nah, I'm, I'm good. I don't want it. Or I'm going to have it. I'm going to enjoy it. And then that's the end of it. So kind of utilize, um, this, uh, Halloween that's coming up to kind of see where you're at and and what your deal is with candy. And, you know, if you have a hard, if you've had a hard time in the past, not eating the whole bowl, why is that? Is it because for sure you're not enjoying it for sure you don't feel great afterwards so why are you doing it where are you triggered what's happening like we're grown-ups right we can all buy our own candy every day if we want we don't have to wait till halloween (laughs) we don't have to wait for halloween to buy ourselves candy technically we can have it any day so what's the deal with it you know we don't want candy to feel like it you know controls us so what's going on? So use that as a learning opportunity. Um, let me see if I have any other questions. Uh, you guys are talking about MCT oil. You guys are talking about all the uh, supplements. Uh, you guys are talking about fiber. Yeah, I'm using an amazing fiber. Yeah, we got to talk. I had a half a chocolate bar yesterday and had heartburn shortly after. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about that because some of you are like, I'm, I'm starting to indulge in these things and um, they're making me feel like crap. And so sometimes people are like, well, what's what's going on with that? Why is why am I eating this thing and it's making me feel awful? Is it the program? What is it? So it's a couple of things, which is really cool. And this is why your body is not trying to screw you over and make you fat and have the things. Um, it doesn't really need them, doesn't want them. It won't get you to want to have them either. You always felt like this after you have the candy. So many of you are like, um, I you know ate some candy. I feel like garbage the next day. You always did. You always, you always felt like crap after you had the candy. Just chances are you felt like crap all the time. You just always felt like crap. Always tired, always bloated, always upset stomach, not feeling great from all the bites of bits and stuff adding up in comparison to all the things you're doing now to make you feel as good as possible every day. Like it feels really good to feel good. And once you get a taste of that, and now that you're also in tune to your body, so your body's letting you know. Whereas before you'd eat the Halloween candy and we're like, should we tell her? Should someone tell her that we don't, we're going to feel like garbage tomorrow? And your body's like, nah, fuck, she's not going to listen. What's the point in telling her? That's when just forget it. You know, just forget it. And so now your body's like, it's letting you know how you feel. And it's going to tell you when you don't feel great. It's going to let you know when you eat something that doesn't jive very well with your system. And so, which I think is really cool. And this is your body actually working for you, not against you. So what's going to happen is that you're going to get to a place where you're going to look at the candy and you're going to associate. This is why not, having the candy is not a bad thing. When you have the candy and you realize, so many of you are saying, it just doesn't taste as good as I thought, right? Yeah. Um, it didn't make you feel good, right? Yeah. So now you bring awareness to that. You actually give it some thought. And then next time you see the candy, you're like, nah, I don't really want it. Doesn't make me feel good. Doesn't really give me what I want. Like I don't need it. And so that's your new association with candy. Whereas before it's like, okay, candy bad. I need to have it. Can't have it. Should I have it? Had it, you know? So it's, 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 this is where you're making those new associations and new connections so that you can now walk down the aisle at the grocery store during Halloween or Christmas or whatever, and not be like, Oh my God, should I buy this? Should I be that? You're just like, Oh my God, look at all this Halloween candy. Oh my God, look at all these chips. 
I love walking down the chip aisle because I love chips and I love seeing all the different kinds of chips. <laughs> no, that's a bit of a weakness for me. But I want you to be able to walk down the aisle. But sometimes I won't buy chips because I don't I don't want chips. Um, so that's where I want you to be. And this is the part of being calm, not just physically, but mentally around food. So, you know, encountering things like Halloween and then Christmas and the holiday season and all that. I'm sure after we get past Christmas, you guys will be concerned about the holiday season. Don't worry about that. We got you. You're going to be fine. By then you're going to be feeling so great. You're going to be so in tune. Uh, you're not going to be worried about it. Um, anything else? What else we got here? So now my iPad isn't even working. And my whole thing is just going to shits around here. <laughs> On a side note, my dad was visiting from Panama and used my MCT oil to cook a whole pot of stew. <laughs> I thought it was regular oil. MCT oil is way too expensive to be using for cooking. Um, it's great to put on salads. Some people put uh, MCT oil on salads. Some people put it. So MCT oil, you guys want to talk about that. So a few, I was going to say a few years ago, but I think now we're talking 15 years ago. MCT oil is something that I actually used to use with bodybuilders back in the day. I've like, I've worked with like sports teams and bodybuilders and whatever. And I used to use MCT oil with bodybuilders way back in the day. That, God, that we're going back like 25, 30 years. And then all of a sudden, um, MCT oil became really mainstream with the whole bulletproof coffee. Do you guys remember bulletproof coffee? So first of all, bulletproof is just a brand. And Bulletproof created um, MC. No, they didn't create, but they made their own MCT oil, and then they and then they started suggesting people make a Bulletproof coffee. And so all that is is MCT oil in your coffee and lou, and and then they suggested that you use butter instead of cream. Um, so you have a coffee with butter and MCT oil, and they called that a bulletproof coffee because that kind of gives you a kick first thing in the morning. So, um, but you don't need to buy bulletproof MCT oil, which is really expensive. There are a lot of great MCT oils out there that are way more affordable, and so that is sort of where the um, the buzz came from. You don't hear so much about MCT oil anymore because it's not such a buzz thing, um, but it really is still a tried and true, um, you know, um, great addition. I use MCT oil every day on my leafy greens with a little bit of uh, Himalayan sea salt. I actually love it more than any salad dressing. Yeah, so there's different ways you can incorporate it. This is why we got to have that conversation. Uh, Dr. Paul is going to come back uh, with us and we'll also have a touch on that with Dr. Olinka. But in the meantime, definitely check out those secondary supplements. So we do put, we do um, add quite a bit of information and why um, we, we are suggesting in them, sort of where to find them. So you don't have, or, or you know what you can do? We had this conversation with Dr. You know what? Shit, that's what I'm going to do. So we have this conversation with Dr. Paul every group. I mean, you'd think that we get tired of having it, but we don't. I love having a fresh new conversation for all of our fresh new members, every group. So I'm not a fan of recycling old segments. So what I will do, I can't believe I didn't think about this, is I'm going to link the last secondary supplement conversation that we had with Dr. Paul. Um, so if you guys do want to know about MCT oil and turmeric and adaptogens and all of that, I will link and post that previous segment that we did with him so you guys can listen to that. Ah, there we go. I feel better about that already. Okay, I gotta go. I wish I could see you guys. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I can't ever see you guys, but I feel like I'm here with you when I see myself as opposed to talking. So those of you joining in, um, the screen went dark. I'm using a new camera. I'm trying to level up my kind of home office situation and... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> it did look good when I started, but I don't know what the hell happened. Anyway, um, I feel like uh, technical issues are here just to help me be patient and roll with the punches. Um, <laughs> progress over perfection, as I say. I got to go. I hope you all have an amazing day. I hope you, I mean, I love the questions today because there's not so many questions, questions. I think because at this point in, it's just a matter of showing up, leveling up. Um, sticking around, making the tweaks each week, you know, continue downsizing. It's the last time that we're going to uh, be downsizing with this program. We're going to move it along to a whole new week and tweak next week. One of my favorites. Um, it's so great, um, but I won't get into that now. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is how it should be. Just kind of every day, just doing the things. You, and trust me, at this point, you've been doing the things for so long that they're just becoming sick, second nature. And, you know, you're, you really have a lot of balls in the air that you're juggling. It's just now they're being incorporated into your every day. So every day, just by showing up, you're doing more than you think that you're doing. On that note, I have to go, everyone. Uh, have an amazing day, and I'll check you in later. Bye.